Andrew here and welcome to another episode of the Telt Podcast. Hope everyone's having a great start to their week and uh, here we are on Monday and uh, we're a few days away from the March break and so there's a lot of excitement in the schools and uh, you know the staff and students getting ready for a nice and well-deserved holiday. Um, Hopefully to either go off and travel uh, you know, to someplace warm or, you know what, even just staying home and uh, spending some time with friends and family is always a nice, um, you know, thing to be doing during March break. And so, again, just leading up to uh, the March break, uh, I think back of, you know, the times when I was in the classroom and, you know, kind of along the lines of that week before any break, I I always found that you know, it was important to just keep that structure uh, there in place in the classroom. And uh, I usually held the line until um, that last day before March break. And I'd always plan, you know, whether it be a potluck for the classroom or, you know, just some games and some fun things on that last day before March break. But up until then, we, you know, kind of pedal to the metal. I'd always try to do some fun stuff in the form of just changing up the lessons, maybe not as structured and, uh, um, you know, in maybe that formal lesson, but just coming up with some fun things, uh, maybe play-based learning and and uh, incorporating some technology and, and some collaborative stuff. And so hopefully you have some fun things planned this week. It always goes, I always found too, and I told the students that, you know, it's time always flies when we're working hard. And so um, that was always another motivation for us to uh, continue to, uh, you know, move forward and work hard throughout the week. And so, uh, yeah, I know this, uh, this podcast here is, uh, it's all about chapter 10 in George Gross's book. And uh, I encourage you, if you haven't picked it up already, I know you might be just listening to the podcast, but you know, I'm, I'm just kind of picking two or three uh, passages from each chapter. So I'm really just, you know, grazing the surface there and, and providing some ideas around, you know, each uh, passage from George Gross's uh, book in each chapter. But uh, there's just so much more there. And, and, you know, what I find too is, you know, what speaks to me might not necessarily, um, you know, connect directly with you or, you know, you might actually be reading another part of the book and, and that speaks to where you're at in the journey. So again, I encourage you to pick it up, you know, whether you're a principal, you're a vice principal, teacher in the classroom, it's uh, it's a nice book just to reflect on, and that's kind of why I picked it for this first podcast uh, series that I'm doing, uh, because I find that that's probably one of the most important parts in your career, you know, and, and it's something that I've done uh, over the 20 years that I've been in education, just, you know, constantly reflecting and constantly thinking about, you know, ways on how I can improve things I'm doing well, things that, you know, might just need some minor tweaks to make them even better. And so uh, I find with George's book, it has all kinds of ideas that speak to, you know, the teacher in the classroom. It could speak to uh, the principal or the system leader. So, um, you know, it's a really, really great book. And so again, uh, for chapter 10, the title, Less is More. Less is more, and uh, you know, it's kind of cool. It's uh, it's almost like I'm paralleling with this book. In the last couple of years, 
Um, I'd say the first, you know, year or so of this being in this role, this is year four now, first year or so, I was kind of trying to figure things out, you know, and, um, you know, when I finally got my, uh, wrap my mind around what it is to be, what it was to be, or what it is, sorry, to be a consultant and especially in the, in the world of technology and how quickly things are moving, um, you know, I remember early, and I think I spoke about this in other podcasts where, you know, you'd, you'd host a day uh, with teachers or maybe it was a morning or an afternoon or, or whatnot, and you just pack it in. And you felt like, you know, like I'm doing, I'm doing really well here if I can showcase a lot of tools and a lot of different ways the technology can be used. And, you know, it's one of those things that I remember in the beginning, you know, you'd, you'd be watching the nonverbal and a lot of excitement for the first 30 or 40 minutes of the session. And then by the time I'd hit the hour mark or so, you'd just get those glazed looks of, whoa, this is, this is way too much, Andrew. This is, this is overwhelming here. And I'm busy as is in the classroom and how am I going to fit in all of this learning? And, you know, I, I really pivoted, uh, I'd say probably a couple of years ago where I started to kind of, you know, think back in the classroom of how, what worked well with students and a lot of my coaching experience too, like what worked well with teams that I coached. And really it was always about chunking the learning and meeting uh, the students where they were at, meeting the, the athletes where they were at, and then just trying to move them forward uh, during, uh, you know, a season or during a school year. And so... I kind of started to apply that to this job and, and since then it's been really great. You know, it's not as much about, you know, doing lots in sessions, but it's really just kind of, you know, providing teachers with different options and then allowing for them to guide their learning. And then I meet with meet them where they're at. And then uh, we just, you know, again, try to take a few steps forward during the session and they always walk away. Like my goal is for them to always walk away with something that they can implement right away. And so, again, if they, you know, decide to use Microsoft Teams, we set up a Teams. If they decide to use Class Notebook, we set up the Class Notebook. And it's not just about the Class Notebook or the Microsoft Teams, but it's the desired outcome. You know, it's what are we trying to achieve here when we look at, you know, competencies, we look at deeper learning, and again, just starting simple. So, um, yeah, with George Garros in this chapter, it's all about, you know, less is more. So it kind of speaks to where I'm at. And... Um, you know, a couple of passages here that kind of rang, that kind of, you know, uh, struck a chord, I could say. Many educators know technology is important. They just don't know where to begin. And so when I read that, um, yeah, for sure, uh, there's all kinds of stuff happening all the time. Changes, uh, new tools. If you're on Twitter, again, you see all kinds of different things uh, going through the feed there all the time. But uh, what I find is, you know, the best place to start uh, for teachers and where I encourage teachers to start is just start with your home online. You know, and the analogy I like to use is, you know, you imagine yourself, you know, at the school each day and not having a classroom, you know, and your students getting off the bus and not really knowing where to go every day and it being a, maybe a, you know, a, a scavenger hunt to try to find the teacher. Uh, in the school. And so what we do is we have physical spaces where students know like, well, Mr. Levitt's room is in 209. That's where I go every day. And so when we look at, you know, things like blended learning and incorporating technology in the classroom and stuff like that, I've always found that if you have that home online, then it becomes a lot easier um, to implement, you know, blended learning for students to work collaboratively online because they always have that one space that they can go to 
where you as a teacher, you can provide them with the resources and the tools that they need to, um, to complete the lesson or, or whatnot. So I've always found, you know, you know, when you don't know where to begin, start with your home online and then build off from there. The next passage is presenting fewer choices to your staff may seem counterintuitive, but doing so and providing ample time for exploration and collaboration to allow new and better ideas to emerge helps educators move to the point where the technology becomes transformative. And I think again that, you know, that's a good passage for any principal or vice principal out there that might be listening. And again, you know, it's thinking about um, the strategy that we had as a board last year to, you know, have each principal set up a Microsoft Teams. And again, the whole idea was taking the classroom experience and, you know, setting up that home online, but doing it as a school, you know, and, and just starting with that simple tool, that Microsoft Teams, that could be the home online for your school community, uh, being the staff and yourself and, and being able to collaborate and share information, uh, get updates on things. And, and again, the whole idea around that is if we're using it as a staff then teachers get to see what it could look like in their classroom. And so that's something that I've encouraged, you know, uh, system leaders in, in our board is just, you know, maybe you start to really think about, you know, looking at how can I get technology to really take off in my school? You know, that modeling piece is, is so important. And I would say that having just a few different things that you're focused on each year, maybe not trying to showcase all kinds of different things, but just pick two or three that you could collectively do as a staff. And then that way, um, you know, again, teachers can see, um, they can see themselves in it and they can start to think that it's possible. You know, it's, it's something that I can achieve because, you know, I have the busy workflow of my school day, but I can also try to learn these new tools and we're actually practicing as a staff using them together professionally. Finally, last passage for chapter 10, less is more. As a school or system, when we limit our initiatives, tools, or techniques, we give ourselves time to discover what deep learning can really look and feel like. Focusing on a few key things promotes innovation in teaching and learning, and this sharp focus allows you to do more with less confusion, frustration, and stress. At the same time, by sharing those ideas and learning experiences with other teachers, Within schools and around the world, you can help deepen understanding, allow for transformative learning, and disseminate ideas for innovation. And so again, I think that piece there is, you know, taking the idea of starting simple with the teachers at your school, you know, maybe picking a few tools, but then letting the teachers work together and learn together and you know start to share ideas on how they're using it in the classroom with their students and before you know it it just holistically starts to grow uh, from the grassroots you know and in some schools we have even students now coming on board and assisting with that capacity building uh, around technology and that's really exciting and so again i think the big idea is we look at chapter 10 uh, your takeaways i guess for this podcast would be just, you know, less is more around technology. Start with the curriculum. Think about, you know, what is it that I'm trying to achieve? Think maybe about 
the different competencies, uh, the global competencies, and could I fit one of them or a couple of them into the task? And, uh, you know, before you know it, you're off to the races using uh, Microsoft Teams. Maybe the VLE is a a really cool home online and uh, things start to come alive for you in your classroom. And so I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Again, I always value your feedback and appreciate the feedback. Hope everyone has a wonderful week and a nice March break. And we'll see you again for the next episode of the TELP podcast after March break. Take care, everyone. 